Hello, all you beautiful people, and welcome to the Mind and Wellness Experience Podcast. I am your host, Allie Raciak. It's amazing to be here with you today as we bring 2021 to a close. It's crazy to think that this year has already reached its expiration. But alas, the end happens annually. It might sound sad when things end, but the beauty is that there's a new beginning as a new year approaches. A new year always brings new hope, new inspiration, and new aspirations. It's a blank slate, an awakening of ourselves. It's a time when we feel refreshed, energized, and eager to start. A readiness to transform and make this coming year the best one yet, as some would say. I absolutely feel this way as we approach a new year. All week I've been planning new challenges, setting goals, setting standards that I want to live by. Basically figuring out how great I want 2022 to be based on my personal growth and the impact I'm going to have. But when we look forward to a new year, one thing we forget to do is reflect on the current year and think of all that we have learned, experienced, and done. That is something that we must not only be or must not only be acknowledged, but also gives way for the things that we should celebrate. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about 21 lessons I've learned in 2021 and the impact that those things have had on me and in my life. To start off, I want to tell you how I started off 2021. I decided that I wanted to do a or make a commitment to myself And for the first 100 days of the year, I was going to do a self-challenge, a personal growth self-challenge. In this challenge, I had to do seven things every day. Work out, whether it was strengthening exercise or strengthening workout, cardio, yoga, boxing, just anything to move my body every day. Eat healthy. I like to call it eating healthy because when I call it a diet or people say the word diet, It usually just sounds so restrictive and it also has a pretty negative connotation. So basically what I just did is I just made healthy choices. Uh, The third thing was that there was no alcohol. I didn't drink any alcohol. I journaled and did, I kept a gratitude journal every day. I visualized or meditated. I decided that I wanted to read five pages every day. And this was a goal for me that I had set because I was never really a reader, but I wanted to get into reading, you know, books or um, articles or things like that. So I decided to read five pages of a book every day. And then the last thing was taking a cold shower. So this is the one thing that always made people cringe and say, why are you doing that? My response was, well, it gets me out of my comfort zone and familiar with discomfort because we need to be uncomfortable to grow and change. I did all of these without fail for the first 100 days of the year from January 1st, 2021 to April 10th, 2021, every single day. I fucking did that. I'm not bragging or gloating, but I did that, which brings me to the first thing that I learned And that's to celebrate your accomplishments and take the time to appreciate what you've accomplished or completed. Could I have quit? Yes. Could I have skipped things on the list? 
Yes. Could I have said, well, no one will know if I don't take a cold shower? Absolutely. But did I do any of that? Hell no. And you might ask, well, why? Why didn't you skip or why didn't you not take a cold shower? And that's because I would know. I held myself to a high standard and left no option to quit, skip, or lie because I would only be harming my own growth, my own integrity, and my inner strength. Uh, there were days, yeah, when I was like, oh shoot, it's 10 p.m. I realized that I still needed to take a cold shower. So, took a deep breath, got my mindset right, and got my ass in there. Which leads me to my second lesson. Don't be so tough on yourself because perfection does not exist. So yes, I was able to complete all of the 100 days because I was pushing myself to do it. But when you get to a point sometimes that you don't feel like, I don't know, maybe, maybe that you don't feel a certain way, but that you get to a certain point and you say, man, you know what, like, I really need a break. Give yourself a break. You know, we have to cut ourselves some slack too. So don't be so tough on yourself. And I, like many others, am very self-critical and often very hard on myself when I drop below the standards that I set. So what I realize is that I'm human and no human is 100% perfect or does everything he or she says they will. Life happens. Mistakes happen. We live, we experience, we learn, and we keep moving forward. I'm proud to say that I'm a recovering perfectionist and I accept that I cannot put so much pressure on myself to make things perfect. Which leads me to my next lesson. We can only control what is within our control. The rest we have to be okay with letting go and not stressing over what we cannot change. If there is something you want to change and you are capable to, do it. But we have to realize that we cannot change others' opinions, we cannot control how others think and feel. But what we can control is how we think and how we feel, as well as our actions or reactions in a particular situation. And this leads me to lesson number four. You have 100% control and choice of how others make you feel. You allow someone to make you feel bad. You allow yourself to react badly or poorly in a situation. The key is that it is your choice. If you feel bad, that's on you, not on them. Why not decide to feel good and think positively? You might be thinking, yeah, easier said than done, Allie. But, what, but why not say it and do it? Because we need lesson number five, which is improve our self-love, self-worth, and self-acceptance. When we build a healthy relationship with ourselves, we feel amazing. We feel confident, we love ourselves, and would never let anyone or anything change the way we feel about and towards ourselves. I have learned this over the years, but realized recently that accepting myself for exactly who I am is the most liberating and freeing feeling I have ever felt. Embracing who we truly are takes time, it takes patience, 
practice, but most of all, it takes love. And lesson number six is live your life for you authentically and 100% the way you want to live it. We have our own lives for a reason so that we can live it. Yes, we fill our lives with people that we love and would do anything for, but our life is not theirs. It is ours. At the end of the day, month, year, or lifetime, the only constant is yourself. So dream your dream and work for it if that is what's true to you. Don't let someone else tell you that your life is wrong or subpar or make you feel less than. Because remember, you can choose how you feel. So let me say it again. Live your life for you. Going back to the people in our lives, lesson number seven is surround yourself with people that build you up and rid yourself of toxic toxic people, relationships that will tear you down. That's why it's important to have people that enhance your life in your life. We are the sum of the five people that we spend the most time with. If you want to be a better friend, a better coach, increase your wealth, well then you'd better find people that are those things and spend more time with them. There are people that are batteries and people that are vacuums. Batteries give life, they fire you up, they make you feel so good after you've just hung out or talked to them, and you're left wanting more. You're, you're, you leave the conversation or, or hanging out with that person, you're like, man, I feel so good. Then there are vacuums who suck up your energy, they deplete you, you don't feel very good. Vacuums may be people that you love. It doesn't mean that you have to 100% cut them off. Just maybe spend less time with them and less time being around them. So moral of that story is find yourself some batteries and energize your life. The eighth lesson that I've learned is to tell the people in your life how much you appreciate them, love them, and how much they mean to you as often as you can. Life is too short to not strengthen or mend relationships. So take the time to connect. Someday, one of you won't be around, and I know that regret will live with you if you never told them that you loved them or how you felt. I don't know why we're so afraid of showing emotion toward each other, but that's what improves relationships. So tell the people in your life that you love them. Tell them that you appreciate them being in your life. Tell them anything that you feel can bring you closer and and bring a stronger connection to that relationship. Not only is life too short, but it goes by fast. And if there's anything I've learned and taken from the last two years, it is lesson number nine. Take the time to slow down. Slow life down. We rush, we're constantly busy, but life is meant to be enjoyed and lived Not just going from one day to the next without stopping to enjoy it or to, you know, appreciate what's around you. One of my favorite quotes is from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And in the movie, he says, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. We are so concerned with the hustle and bustle or the stresses of daily life 
that one day we wake up and we're in the same place but older, more stressed, more anxious, not having a plan and saying, oh shit, where did the last 10 years go? The most effective thing I've done for this consistently has been to meditate. So it allows me to clear my mind, organizes my thoughts, allows me to feel, to breathe, all with intention. Which leads me to lesson number 10. Be present and be intentional. What do I mean by that? Live in the moment and fully be there. No distractions, no phones, tablets, iPads. Be where you are and engage with the people that you're with. I can't tell you how many times I go to a restaurant and I see two people or three, four people at a table and they're all sitting there on their phone. No one is saying a word to each other. Be present in the moment. You're there with that person or those people for a reason. Take that opportunity to engage, you know. We've, we've seemed to have lost the human connection and those are what we, that's what we crave as humans. So let's take it back into our hands and be present. Another thing that can help with presence is gratitude. So lesson number 11 is be grateful for something every day. We all have something to be grateful for. If you're alive, you have something to appreciate. Being alive, our senses a body, our brains, the air that we breathe, lungs that are functioning, food to eat, water to drink, clothes on our bodies, shoes on our feet, running water to bathe and brush our teeth. If you thought you didn't have gratitude for anything, I bet you just thought of something within the last 15 seconds. So consciously and actively write or say what you are grateful for. I practice this, I practice this daily and it has changed my perspective on many things. I am even grateful for my mistakes. Which leads me to lesson 12. Celebrate your mistakes. We learn more from our mistakes than we do from things going well the first time around. Mistakes are part of the process and if we don't learn from them, we aren't growing. I've been a woodworker for the past couple of years and I've made plenty of mistakes. But you know what? I've learned from them. My teacher in my classes that I've been taking, he always tells us to celebrate our mistakes. So we just made a nightstand in the class that I just took. And literally on the last day, going a little fast because I needed to catch up and I needed to get some stuff done. And I made a huge mistake. However... I went to the teacher and I said, Tony, I need help with this. What can I do? And he goes, hey, you have that, that scrap piece of wood, right? And I was like, yeah. He goes, let's use that. Covered it up perfectly. It looks great. You, you wouldn't even know that that was a mistake because it looks so intentional. So when you have a mistake in your life, celebrate it. You mess up, learn from it. Failure is how we learn and we keep going. Once we accept that it's acceptable to make mistakes, the lesson or product that we gain is so much more valuable and there's beauty in that in itself. Just like lesson 13, the journey is the best part of the process. The end result is just a bonus. 
We learn the most and are challenged the most during the process. This is where we grow and change, which then allows the end result to even become possible. If everything we attempted just gave us the result we wanted, life would be pretty boring, or we would be walking around with a lot of very high expectations for everything. The challenges, struggles, highs and lows, steps forward, then backward, and then forward again, the joys, the pain, all that we learn, all of that is what makes it worth it. Think of it in terms of life. If it just started and ended, we would feel duped. Everything about our lives is in the experiences, choices, decisions, interactions, lessons learned, things achieved. We crave all of that, and we need all of that. The journey is where life happens. And speaking of life happening, lesson 14 is life happening for me and not to me. If you're always focusing on the negative, you won't see the opportunities and experiences that life is actually presenting you with. When you have this mindset and shift of life happening for you, not only does your perspective change, but the way your mind views challenges and hardships changes too. This is where you flip from negative. And the negative thoughts being, why does this always happen to me? And you flip to the positive. How is this happening for me and what can I learn from this? When you're faced with a challenge or decision, the choice to follow your dreams or stay the same, lesson 15 comes to mind. And that is, you are the biggest thing standing in your own way. We so often get into our own head and stop ourselves from pursuing the life we want, taking chances, and being afraid of judgment or of failure. So what if you fail? It's part of the process. So what if people judge you? They aren't you. They aren't living your life. You are. Get out of your own way and live the life that you want. Lesson 16. What you focus on, you will see more of. This is the law of attraction. If you focus on good, you will see more good. If you focus on how horrible your life is, that's what you will attract. This is why I don't watch the news. The news puts out a lot of negativity and we don't need that in our lives. So for me personally, I say, nope, I don't need that. I'm good. And in the same way, think about think about if you're looking for a new car or you buy a new car. When you start to notice the same car everywhere where you didn't before, and you're like, why am I noticing this car? Everybody must have just bought this car. No, it's because a thing in your brain that's called the reticular activating system, and it shows us what we want to see because that's what's on our mind. This is the reason why it's so important to be kind to yourself and have positive self-talk is because we attract what we give off. Lesson 17. There is no growth in your comfort zone. We must have discomfort to change and to grow. As we talked about earlier, nothing grows in the comfort zone. The comfort zone is where things remain unchanged, comfortable, and stagnant. I have learned to push myself out of my comfort zone, especially if I want to have the life that I desire and I'm working towards. This is the reason Lesson 18 has been huge for me this year. 
Say yes to the experiences that will challenge and change you. Six and a half months ago, I said yes to hiring a coach and joining a program that has enabled me to build a coaching business. I said yes to growth, yes to change, and yes to challenge. My life has and will continue to be changed forever and for the better. I'm living out my purpose and I'm so grateful that I said yes. I learned and am learning a lot from myself or about myself through this journey. And lesson 19 is that taking imperfect action is better than taking no action at all. I've always been the one to wait for the perfect time and let let me wait for X, Y, and Z to happen. But I've learned that if you do that, you will never start. So taking the leap and taking some action is better than no action or taking no action at all. If you mess up, who cares? I'm messing up right now in this podcast, but I'm still taking the action. The idea with messing up and failure is that you learn and you keep going. There's no better time than right now. Here is lesson 20. Make time to do the things that you love and what makes you happy. It's so easy to get caught up in life and being busy, but can we take time for ourselves to do what we really enjoy every day or at least some of the days of the week, some of the days in the month? This year, I started to take woodworking classes. I freaking love it. I'm having so much fun. I'm learning a ton, just like making mistakes and learning from them, but also the skills and techniques that I'm developing. I'm so glad that I decided to take these classes. It's a great outlet for me. It allows me to turn on my creative side again. It shuts everything out and I can just focus on what I'm doing and the task at hand. And I want you to ask yourself, is there something that you love doing that you aren't doing? What is it? Is it drawing? Is it painting? Going on adventures? Spending time with your kids, your family, your friends? Going places that you love? Hiking? Playing music? What is it that you love doing? And finally, lesson 21 is that investing in yourself is the best investment that you can ever make. Sure, financial investments are great. Real estate is great. But what about investing in your self-improvement? Purchasing books to read, courses, workshops, listening to podcasts like this one, hiring a coach that can help you to be accountable and putting you on the path to your goals. Even if at first it's just an investment of your time, spending any time, energy, money to better yourself and to improve your experience in this life is totally priceless. So I hope you found this valuable, and if you did, please post it on your Instagram stories and tag me in it, A underscore wellness underscore mindset, and please share it with anyone that you know that could benefit from this. The way that this podcast will grow is by you sharing it, and I greatly appreciate you doing so. My message for you today is to prepare for the year ahead by looking back at the year that you've had. To know where we are going, we have to understand where we came from. 
Go out and make the world a better place, starting with you. Keep spreading that love and have a very happy and safe new year.